better tighten up. What's up, guys? Tight lifestyle with Big Drew. What's up, Big Drew? What's up, guys? Tight lifestyle. One more virtual show for you guys, and I promise we'll be back next week. Better yeah. Sorry, I'm ready to get it going. <laughs> I know. We can't wait to get back in the studio. You know, we're doing this last virtual run. I couldn't make it in the office today. Obviously, Sharice has been sick, so uh, she says she's feeling a little bit better today. Thank God she's on the right path. So hopefully we'll be able to get in that studio, start knocking out a whole bunch of new content for you guys, start hitting some other places now. I mean, it is what it is, and we'll start going out there and uh, start doing our shopping thing and all kinds of different things that we were doing before. So I can't wait to start physically starting to get some real stuff done. It's going to be exciting. Yeah, what's coming up? I know we got a... Uh... Bodybuilding shows are actually streaming around now, so it's going to be good. I know we have an event coming up this weekend. I know Brandon Curry is going to be at Powerhouse. If you guys are in the Tampa area, come by Powerhouse. I'll be over there. I have some Titan stuff. I know there'll be some Titan girls over there giving out some gift bags. Come by, hit the iPad, sign up, find out what Titan's about. Powerhouse Gym. That's going to be on Saturday, 11.30. Come in early if you want. Shoot the shit. We'll talk it up. It's going to be a good time. Absolutely. I'm sorry I'm not going to be able to be there, so there are going to be Titans representing there, like Big Drew and a couple other ones. I think Art might be out there shooting some videos and pictures. I don't know. We'll see. So I hope it'll be good. I know Deke Warner's going to be out there, who we're a head sponsor of his show, title sponsor. Like I said, I'm sorry I'm not going to be able to be there. It sucks. But, hey, listen, I just want to get her better, and I think after this weekend I should be good to go and ready to rock and roll. I cannot wait. Literally have not worked out like two and a half weeks, man. I'm feeling it for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we did have the Big Drew Lip Party this weekend that we were supposed to be doing at – um, Flex Appeal Miami or Flex Flex Appeal Gym? Yeah, it was, supposed, it was supposed to be at Fam Tampa uh, again. We had to postpone it again. There's a lot of travel bans and Corona regulations going on right now. I don't yep. want to just rush it. I don't want to just have it because I said I was going to. And right. I talked to everybody else and a couple of you know a couple of people coming and stuff. Big time people. They said um, they weren't able to make it. So I want you guys to be able to come hang out with fitness professionals and see the people you guys see on Instagram. See the people you guys see in the videos. Work out with IFBB Pro. So in order to do it right, we're going to take a little bit more time. Make sure everything's cleared up. Make sure everything's safe and regulated. And if there's anybody out there that does have corona, we're going to give you guys enough time to get it out. So when we do have this thing, there'll be no chances of anybody being in there to get anybody else sick. So yeah. a little bit more time, guys. The Big Drew Lip Party is still going to happen. I promise you it's going to happen. And it's going to be bigger and better. But just a little bit more time so we can do it the right way. Absolutely, man. We want to do it the right way. We want to make sure everybody's safe. And, uh, you know, we don't get anybody else sick or anything like that in there. We want to make sure everybody is good to go. And I think we definitely will be at that point. You know, a couple of weeks, I think we'll be fine. Um, all right, cool. Yeah, Dunkin' Donuts, man. They're shutting down 450 locations. Now, people start yeah. freaking out about that. Yeah, I know. I mean, I'm from Massachusetts. Dunkin' Donuts is like on every corner up there. So uh, we, we used to go there a lot, junior high, high school. I haven't been there that much lately just because I, I don't really eat like that anymore. But um, that's a huge organ, huge company. I mean, 400 locations. Just imagine how many employees that is. Are you talking about thousands of employees being let go or whatever, maybe transferred somewhere else? But I mean, if, Dun if, if Dunkin' Donuts, I mean, that means that, that means that other places like Burger King, Wendy's, McDonald's, those places are all, you know, you never know. I would yeah. never think that Donuts is going to go out there, ever. No, yeah. You know, I was reading more into the article, too, where it uh, right. yeah, basically said, like, why it happened. And um, you know, what it said was basically was, you know, Dunkin' Donuts, you know, had a contract, I guess, 
with um, with Speedway, which these locations were at. And at that point, what happened was was Hess came in and bought out these locations. Mm-hmm. So Hess did not want to continue on with um, with I guess the deal or the contract that they had in place. Um, so at that point, and I think it was because um, it's because they had Krispy Kreme. So at that point, like you know, they can't probably get out of their contract with Krispy Krispy Kreme because of the conflict of interest. So you know, they're probably like, hey, listen, well, let's just do it like this, I guess, and just cancel the contract with Duncan, which, mm-hmm. like you said, is going to affect more jobs out there and all this other stuff. Um, so yeah. it's pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy, you know. I guess America will not be running that much on Duncan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to add some some, some yeah, yeah. humor in there, right? Uh, so what, what's going on? So um, yeah, so that's 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 pretty crazy. And like you said, there's other businesses out there that are probably hurting. And I did see another business that was hurting pretty bad, and it's going to shut down stores and see a fifty percent drop in shopping. And the other one was ba- Bed Bath and Beyond. So I'm sure people go to Bed Bath and Beyond for a whole bunch of different things. I used to go there for sheets, pillows. They had all the little gadgets on I seen on TV from Shark Tank and all that stuff. But it's it's pretty crazy that hey, listen, they're gonna they're gonna start shutting down stores too, um, you know. And I did see like we were talking about Wendy's just now. So Wendy's um, this PPE loan was payment protection program that the government launched was supposed to be for small businesses, and they're starting to start digging up these big time business owners that had these things um, and that maybe shouldn't have got the loans or like Wendy's Wendy's is a franchise in most circumstances, just like McDonald's. So that means like a private person could come out from the outside and buy a whole bunch of them or one of them. This guy, I guess that owned nine Wendy's, which Wendy's did not get shut down. Yeah. It was probably making more money than ever because of what was going on. Right. So this guy got over $9 million because he had nine locations, got a million dollars per location. And I guess they found out this guy was buying houses and all kinds of stuff and really didn't need the loan because none of his people were even shut out. Right. So uh, it's pretty cool. Kanye West got a big loan, and he's got what I think his business is worth $5 billion. So there's, there's some, definitely some people that probably shouldn't have gotten a loan. Yeah. It's messed up. It's messed up. Yeah, it's either really, really high or really, really low. There's no one between anymore. It seems like, I know. In- and, and that's 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 definitely been a shame because there's a gap between you know with with people, and this has extended that gap open, you know. And we we can definitely recognize that, you know, just yeah. because listen, man, you know, a lot of people were hurt, and a lot of people were out, and still right now, when they start rolling back back some of these different states, yeah. um, and what they're going to be doing, it's it's just it's madness out there. So uh, it's it's just I know for the crazy. Now that you say it, it kind of makes sense because if you think about bed, bath, and beyond, you go in there, you touch all the pillows, you feel them, you lay on the bed, you, you, yeah. you test it out, you're doing all that stuff. So you take all that away. If you're going to go in and buy a bed but you can't lay on it to test it, the only yeah. thing you can do is read reviews online and look up about it and watch videos anyways. Exactly. And then at that point, you order from Amazon because they're going to deliver it to you. Yeah, so it just kind of sucks that all the employees working at the locations, the physical in locations are going to be going to be gone but uh yeah you know so that that's weird. crazy too it's really really crazy yeah the way everything's working out i mean even uh with the mask mandate so this has been a big thing uh you know people want to wear masks don't want to wear masks and they're going in stores well a lot of these states or cities or counties have been putting it on the business to police the masking and this has become a big problem i'm sure you've seen some of the viral videos out there 
you know, where an employee goes up to somebody and says, hey, listen, you got to put the mask on, you're leaving. And these people are getting flipped out on, like flipped out. You know, one person, I think it was a month, month and a half ago, died. He got shot in the head because he told some lady, you need to put a mask on. She flipped out on him. This was in Michigan. And she came back with her husband and her son, and they, they shot this dude in the head. I mean, just for that. It was no other problems, no issues. It was just over the mask issue. And it's been, a, it's been a big problem. So I know here in Tampa, they've said that they're rolling back this thing where it's not really policing the, the business, the business as far as policing the masking. But right. it's been, if they find somebody that's a customer in there, they're going to find the customer per se. So it's just, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's been getting really crazy. The mask thing is not going away, I don't think, right? It looks like yeah. it's sticking around. Um, so it's, it's crazy. I, the only, I mean, I'm not going to say I don't really care about the mask thing. I mean, I, I wear a mask. I protect myself. I mean, it's different. You can protect yep. yourself. But in terms of restaurants, what are the rules and regulations in restaurants? Because I see a lot of servers. I see the waitress with the mask. And if you look in the back, the cook doesn't have a mask on. Right. So it's like, are they relying on the germs to be fried off on the grill? Or are they actually like, <laughs> you know... I, Certain and certain. I mean, and then going back to school now. The kids are going back to school. Yeah. They have masks, so I'm yes. sure every kid's gonna have you know a million masks. They have to wear it every day. They're gonna have to bring a couple different during the day. And what yeah. happens if they're at the schools now and their mask gets wet or dirty? Are they gonna have disposables? Are they gonna have to send kids home because their mask gets dirty? They don't have a mask now. Right. There's so much stuff going on. So many new ways of living. It, like, it's. It's definitely the new normal. Uh, yeah. and like you said, man, it's, it's getting crazy, especially with the mask. Now, like you said about the restaurants, it's just really funny. Like I was taking Sharice in to go get some more testing yesterday, and she wanted to stop at one of her little favorite, like, brunchy places. So we went in there, and, uh, you know, the people are wearing masks. They're not covering their nose. They're not covering their mouth. And this is the waitresses, which is kind of scary. So I sit out at the booth, and at that point, listen, I'm, I've already had COVID-19. I'm already over it. I'm wearing the mask just to, you know, to blend in, I guess, at this point, because right now I probably got the antibodies. So at that point, like I started looking around and in this other room, it's just really crazy. There's these, I don't know, it had to be 10, 12 old ladies playing like Jim Rummy, Jim Rummy and Bridge. Yeah. None of them had masks on. None of them. Most high-risk people, these people had to be at least 60, no, excuse me, seven years old and up. And they were all like old, late, like old ladies, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I kind of I kind of worried about them. I'm like, damn, like these people, you know, like it, it, it doesn't really take much for them to get infected. And, and like they're finding out now, like most of these, the virus is spread in more indoor settings. So right. ventilation's got to be better, you know, disinfecting's got to be better through there. So it's just, it's just crazy. So I guess we'll see what goes on. I mean, we have more cases than ever. Lowest death yeah. rate, I guess. So that's a good thing. But, I mean, who knows? So I guess we're going to see how, how this thing pans out. I'm a, I'm a little worried or I'm a, I'm a little bit worried about the whole school thing. I mean, if they if the kids go back, I mean, now you're dealing with people that don't really have a choice because they're, they, right. can't, they can't, you know, choose not to go to school if they don't want to. They have to, you know, the kids. Right. They go back to school now, they have to wear the mask. You saw the wave of cases jump up when they opened up the beaches and opened up the gyms and opened up everything here in Florida. Yeah. Everything skyrocketed. Now we're noticing that it's a lot younger crowd being affected by this. I don't yeah. want schools to open up and it's skyrocketing. Right. I'll be pissed off if I go on, on the news and I see, you know, Hillsborough County schools. Um, we, what's going to happen when these kids start coming back positive school? Are they going to shut down the school now? 
Are they going to keep the school going? Are they even going to tell people? So I'm going to be pissed off if we're not looking at a chart anymore of the different counties. We're looking at a chart of the different schools and the yep. increases. Like, you know, yep. Hillsborough, this school has this many cases. This school has this many cases. Yeah. Because then it's just going to, it's going to divide even more for the whole school system. Right. I don't know. I feel like it. Uh, who knows? I don't know. And you're right. No, you're right about the kids, right? So let's let's talk about let's talk about the adults. Mm. You know, those teachers are essential workers. They have yeah. to be working. And you know, the, the government's talking about taking back funding from schools if they don't start going to school um, and start doing that and start doing what they're supposed to. You know, CDC said as long as the guidelines are are, are met. Now that's pretty mm. crazy. So think about it. If if the guidelines are met for CDC, that means six feet away from each other. That means for six kids, you're going to need 36 square foot right there. Right. It's going to be spread out. So, I mean, they've got some plans or some ideas, like some kids go in the morning, some kids go at night, you know, some, it's just, I mean, I, listen, I'm a parent, man, right? My kid's 11. He's had COVID, you know, so I'm kind of okay with him going back to school, but these other kids that haven't, I'm kind of scared for them. You know, I am scared for them and I'm scared for their parents. Or who they go home to. Because at that point, they can spread it to them. You know, that's the big thing. It's like, you know, the kids, they say, keep they keep going on the kids, you know, aren't going to get hit as bad with this thing. Totally cool. But it's the other people that it might affect with it afterwards. That we just don't know. So, I mean, it's just, it's going to keep going on. And things are just going to be getting crazier and crazier. I mean. Yeah. I don't know. It just seems. They're going to have to have some type of orientation when these kids go back to school to give them the new rules and regulations because kids used to just, you know, you go to homeroom, you just jump in the hallway and walk around, do whatever you have to do, go to your classes or whatever. Yeah. They're going to have to have orientation and have to, like, tell these kids, okay, when you're in the hallway, make sure you have a certain space. If someone's coming up the stairwell and this, it's going to be all these rules. You're going to have arrows on the floors. You're yeah. going to have distant places. You're yeah. going to have every other urinal in the bathroom. I mean, it's going to be like... Yeah. It's going to be, like, a lot of time consuming. I could see school going to 6, 8 p.m. now because of all this stuff. Yeah. Oh, no, for sure. I could definitely see that. And before we get to the next topic, let's talk about a Therapy of the Week, guys. Let's kind of break it up here because we've been talking about all this crazy stuff that's going on. So, yeah. Therapy of the Week, Tight Medical Center's Therapy of the Week this week was our famous signature amino acid blend Hercules Potion. Hercules <laughs> Potion is definitely one of my favorites. The Hercules. <laughs> It's one of Drew's favorites, and it's mostly one of everybody's favorites that, that come to Titan Medical Center. And if they are doing one of these blends, it's usually that one. Um, and let's talk about what's in it. Glutamine, arginine, ornithine, lysine, L-citrulline, proline, taurine, NAC, and L-carnitine. So it's great for recovery. It's great for that vasodilation, that blood pump, holding the pump, opening up those blood vessels to make sure more blood and more oxygen is coming to the muscle. Um, ornithine is going to let you work out longer. Proline is going to help like lubricate the joint areas, uh, as far as NAC, liver functions, taurine, brain functions, cramping, um, and L-carnitine blood flow, weight loss, a lot of different benefits there. So Hercules potion is definitely one of our top signature blends. Everybody raves about it. You can spot inject it, or you can use it just in your shoulder and you're still going to get a great, great, um, result from it. I seen uh, even one of Tina. So Tina's one of our Titanettes. I seen her video the other day, and she was she was doing her video and talking about Titan, uh, Hercules Potion, and she was talking about how she uses her calves. And it made me think of you, Drew, because I know you like to inject your calves, right? Yeah. Uh, she's that got one that's bigger than the other. Like, I don't really feel like it increased. Like 
it's not like a fake implant. It's not like a, it's not a, it's not a, um, it's not, it's not a like SEO. Yeah, it's not a sight enhancement oil like you guys. So when you right. put it into the muscle, it's going to get the muscle more pumped up with blood, yeah. not your own blood, not yeah. oil you're just throwing in there to make the, make the muscle look soft and gushy. But right. yeah, I love it calves. I love it in my, uh, I really don't, I don't use it too much. I use it in my arms a little bit, maybe for a photo shoot. If I'm going to the beach, I'll take two ML in the morning. It doesn't matter yeah. where I put it. Yeah. And it keeps me veiny all weekend long. I don't know if you guys see the pictures of me at the beach past weekend, but I was pretty much veiny the whole weekend. And oh, I would just take sure. And I wasn't eating that much because if I'm outside and I'm at the pool, I don't want to look like a pregnant. I don't want to have a turtle shell in my stomach. So that's great. I mean, the thing, too, with the Percolis, too, is a lot. Of, I always talk about the pump, the pump, the pump, the pump, the pump. My actually, my, my strength actually is, is even without food in my stomach, I still have a strength and uh, my strength is still there. And what I did is a couple of times I tested, I didn't take any Hercules at all. And yeah. I took some, excuse my language, took some shitty pre-workout just to prove a point. And I did prove a point because I had heartburn and it didn't do it. But when yeah. I, took, I took Hercules and I took the ECA for a little bit of energy with it. But the Hercules, it, my reps are still high, my weight's still high, even though my calories are a little bit lower right now. So right. always hear about the pump, the pump, the pump. If you're an endurance athlete, even if you don't lift weights, if yeah. you're a runner, if anything you do, it requires physical activity where you want to be doing it for a long time. I mean, yeah. you could mow lawns. Anything where you're moving around all day long, it works great. You don't have to do it in the muscle you're working out. You could take it and not even work out. I mean, yeah. people take carnitine and all those other things that don't even work out. Yeah. So, I mean, on top of that, it's like you're killing two birds with one stone. So, take it as directed. Don't just take it on the days you work out because yeah. you're going to realize you're going to realize the days you don't take it, not as much as the days you do. That's yeah. when you know it's working. If you're taking something every single day, you're like, if people ask you, is it working? Well, yeah, I don't know. I'm taking it every single day. Yeah, it's working. But the days you don't take it, you're like, I feel like shit today. I'm like, oh, yeah. damn, I didn't take Hercules. That's when you realize what's going to happen. So, Absolutely. Always been my favorite. I go back and forth between the Hercules and MK677. Yeah. Right now, no MK677. So Hercules every day for the rest of the summer for me. <laughs> me too, guys. Hercules Potion is definitely great. Whatever you guys are going to do, physical activity-wise, photo shoot-wise, you just want to look good by the beach, pool, taking your shirt off, arms pumped up, whatever it is. You guys got to come into the house. If you guys got a girl coming to the house, all you single guys, crazy guys out there. You drop down, hit a, hit a couple push-ups with some Hercules in you. She's going to come over and see that chest sitting up yeah. nice. Yeah. Thanks, Carl. I appreciate it, brother. Keep grinding out there. See you working hard, man. Stick consistently. Mercati, listen, call or text 727-389-3220 about your new patient paperwork. Make sure we got it. Make sure we get you guys scheduled, okay? Um, all right, so Ivy League colleges cancel football season. Yep. All 2020 is gone until 2021 now. <laughs> Same thing, right back to the school thing. You never know what the schools, you never know what colleges. I'm kind of pissed off because I like Ivy League sports. Yeah, uh, from that area, a lot of Ivy League schools up in the Northeast. So you know, Cornell, Princeton, Harvard. Harvard's yeah. right in the backyard. So I'm kind of pissed off. I mean, what if you're an athlete, and you got a full scholarship, and now you your season is canceled? Yeah, you can still go to school for free, but if you, if that season was going to help you get drafted, now you're potentially losing millions yeah. because that's a school. I mean, do you go somewhere else. Yeah, red shirt. Maybe it's it's really messed up the way that is. You know, you know, some other colleges are falling in line where they're only going to let them play in their conference games. So some yeah. are just going to be conference games now. Um, and you know, going back to what you were talking about, giving the free schooling. 
So here's another thing that's pretty messed up. So if let's say you go to Harvard or you go to Yale or one of these big colleges, okay, you're paying a lot of money. And you're paying a lot of money, money you know, because you're going to this prestigious school, right? And you're going to be there and you're going to see all the traditions there, all these old buildings. You're going to be able to be on campus and stuff like that. Well, this is really messed up. So now they're only going to have online classes of what they're saying. And they're going to charge students just as much for the online classes as they would for a student going in person into classes and being on campus. Mm. That's really messed up. Is and, it the, uh, was it the same before all this happened? No. So, so they, they increased it. Because, Absolutely. Yeah, that's well, messed up. I mean, you know, the, the, the online thing, I don't think they, they offered online to that extent. You could yeah. do Harvard online, you know, in most circumstances. You yeah, this isn't, this, isn't, this isn't Phoenix. This isn't ever. Right. right. <laughs> You've asked me, hey, man, I got my degree from Harvard online. It's like Phoenix yeah, or right? those other colleges you see, right? <laughs> and I seen, uh, I seen the government basically what they said was they said, listen, if, uh, if your students aren't going to be here and they're not going to be in class, and let's say these students are here on a student visa from China, from India, from wherever the hell they're from, that if they're not going to be in person, then their ass is going to go back home until it's open to be in person. And they said, that, you know, the schools were, were, have, have sued the government, actually, MIT and, uh, and Harvard. And basically, you know, they're trying to fight the government. On it. And the government repealed, or they basically came back with, with this, with this uh, saying. They said... Well, if a person was going to go to Phoenix College online, we would not give them a visa to be in the United States. Yeah. So they can do the online courses wherever they're at in their own home country and get the exact same experience. Now, if you're going to let them back in on, on, on campus, that's a whole different story. So I guess I, guess I kind of agree with that. They could be in any country they want and still do online classes. Yeah, so, it saves a lot of people that don't have the money for the dorms and if they don't have any type of, you know... You can basically literally go from your phone. I mean, everybody has a phone now. These right. online classes, you can literally, from your phone, you can literally wake up, grab your phone off the nightstand, and go to school. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, man. Fat loss. So we got a question. C Caesar, uh, he asked about what to do for fat loss. So we've got all kinds of different things for fat loss. I don't know um, if you're taking the ECA Stack Plus, AOD 9604. Uh, IGF one's good for fat loss. I was just talking to Mark Puccetti about that today. Actually, I talked to him about it. He's had a lot of questions about about that being fifty years old and stuff like that, and taking IGF one. I also threw in some MK forms, some free MK as far as that goes, because he put in a pretty big order today. So I was oh, like, okay. I want to maximize what you're doing. Do the yeah. IGF one during the day, like the doctor said. Take the MK at night so you don't get the hunger, because he was really scared about the hunger spikes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be right back on my MK. I'm excited about it. Oh yeah. Time. oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah, I gotta, I gotta be tight. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Listen, man. Me, me taking these two and a half weeks off, like I'm more motivated to get in that gym. I cannot wait. I'm like chomping at the bit, you know. And I've got some stuff downstairs in my house, so yeah. I haven't hit that a little bit just to try to stay there and maintain. But I yeah. cannot wait, man. I, I'm, I'm going balls to the wall. I can't wait. I just want to get back to where I was at least, or a little yeah. bit better, because that's what it's about. Um, and just be there, man. So it's gonna be on because we got a lot more stuff. That night, you'll probably sleep great after not working out. I know when I take days off, when I do kill it, that night I have the best sleep because my body's like, it's like my body's relieved. Like, finally, you let me yeah. work out. Relax now. What's up, Ben? How you doing, man? 
Um, all right, so more COVID testing causing week-long wait times. So uh, we were talking about this a little bit earlier about testing times for COVID-19. Now, COVID-19, basically, because there's so many tests that are getting done per day, the results are taking a long period of time to get back. Uh, me, myself, I did another one on July 2nd and just got the result back this morning, which was eight days. I seen the Atlanta mayor. Um, she tested and it took her uh, a, like seven or eight days and she came back positive but was not quarantined. So she was basically out there and at that point, you know, possibly spreading this along and her family came back positive, positive as well. And none of them were quarantined. So it's kind of messed up now. I got news yesterday and I was talking to Drew about this and our earlier um, about, about these testing. So people want to get tests more than ever right now in every state, especially in the hotspot states like Texas and Florida and Arizona and all these different states that are going really high as far as cases. And what they basically said to me was, and I got a call and basically they said that we're out of tests. We're not going to be able to send no more tests. The only testing that's going to be able to get done is by the health department by CVS or by MedExpress. And they've got contracts with these labs, I guess. So that's one thing that was going on. The next thing is the reagent to test your sample. Um, they said they're running low on those two as well. Um, and I, I, it's just really crazy. It's just really nuts. And even think about this. If we do wait on a vaccine to come, so the vaccine they're going to have to make at billions of doses. Think about right. that. Billions. Now, that's not just, yeah. Let's not just think about the billions of doses of medication they're going to have to make. Let's talk about the billions of vials they're going to have to put the medications in. There's not a company out there creating that much many vials. Right. And if they are, we're going to have to use other countries like China, our country, India, and all these other places to try to get it. And there, this is the mess up thing. I was, seeing, I was watching yesterday. They were talking about this vaccine. And all these different countries are trying to produce a vaccine right now. Because everybody's got coronavirus out the yin yang. Yeah, no, they started in Africa for it. Yeah. That's so they, they started testing on some of these vaccines. But the thing is, is that usually when countries start doing vaccines, like we've had vaccines for um, Ebola, Zika, and all these different other viruses. Now, with these, usually the country that creates the vaccine usually locks down that vaccine for their country first. So if it's made in China first, they're going to nationalize that company and basically take all the vaccines to hit their country first and then start releasing it to the world. And let me give you some examples of some countries that have already done this. China has done this. Canada has done this. Okay. There's other states or other countries, excuse me, that have done this. So when the United States gets the virus the vaccine, hopefully we will, we'll get it now. What some of these pharmaceutical companies have been doing is, is they've been, you know, doubling down on the bet. So basically, they think that their vaccine is going to hit all three stages of the trials, and they've already started producing factories to produce these vaccines at a huge amount of rate. It's just, it's, I mean, I'm just, I'm really just in shock at some of these things I'm seeing. But who knows, yeah. man? I don't know. Who knows? Yeah thing is, is with all this stuff going on, you never know. In a day or two, it, everything could change. And they could say, oh, we're not doing the vaccine. Oh, yeah. we're not open back up schools. We're not. So it's kind of like we're on edge. Yeah. I'm one of the 
I like to know bad news rather than not know at all because it just drives me crazy. And that's why this stuff is just driving me crazy because every day there's new news, every day there's new rules. Yeah. There's new cases every day. You can, you can catch it this way, you can't catch it this way. So, yeah. For so, people that have at their house, is the best thing right now. If you guys have everything in your house, might as well stay home, bring family over, and just, I mean, the whole week, um, to touch base on the whole week testing, waiting for your results. Now it's like, I mean, I would assume people are going to get tested now and wait at home for their results to come in. I mean, they may not, they, but I, I would, that would probably be the best thing to do if you have to wait yeah. a week. Anyways. You wait a week, the test comes back, you're negative, okay, you're good to go. Yeah. You wait a week, the test comes back, you're positive, wait another week. So it's kind of like, that's the only way to really know. Otherwise, you'll wait a week, spread it to everybody else, and the next thing you know, you don't have any more, but they do. And it just keeps coming on the back end, right? One person's getting rid of it as the next person's catching it, and it just keeps going and going and going and going. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, <clears throat> so I got a question. Mask during workouts, yay or nay? What was that? Yeah, I got a question. That said mask during workouts, yay or nay? For me, it's a no. But if they're required, I would rather wear a mask than not work out at all. Right. And I, I would, I would, I would always recommend keep a keep a couple masks on you in your car, your gym bag. Like I said last yeah. week, I hate wearing a mask. I don't like to wear it if I'm just sitting down. Like this beard, it's just hard to breathe. But uh, if, if I go into the gym, say, tonight or tomorrow, and they say, from now on, you have to wear a mask, I'm wearing the mask. I mean, right. you got to do what you got to do. You know? Right. You got to do what we got to do. And that's, this is for personal responsibility, so we're trying to protect everybody around us. Um, yeah. Because obviously, listen, you know, we can try to social distance in places and stuff like that, but if we're coming close to people, you know, it's we've already talked about this last week about people having problems of starting fights because you're A, getting in their personal space. You're not social distancing. You're not wearing masks. Um, I seen the, um, I think it was New York. I'm pretty sure it was New York where, no, it was Michigan. I'm sorry. The governor of Michigan basically stated that if people seeing people without masks, that they should basically police those people. She's telling people that. So that's going to create a lot more violence out there because people are going to think that they have the justification to go up to somebody and be like, hey, listen, you need to wear a mask. Now, I guess everybody has their own opinion. Everybody can say it. If it's mandated, people should probably be doing it. I've seen a lot of different well, things out there. If they're going to police the people for not wearing the mask, then people in St. Pete don't have to worry about that because out in St. Pete, they're not even they're not even responding to nonviolent calls right now. So, right, man, it's, it's getting it's getting bad. It's getting let's get, let's get into that. We might as well just go yeah. after that. So, if you guys. Uh, I don't live in the Tampa Bay area and you're somewhere else. Big news came in our St. Petersburg, Florida area, which is right in our backyard, the Tampa Bay area. So they are going to uh, relinquish the police in uh, a lot of matters, you know, some pretty big matters. And let's talk about what they are. We're talking about alcohol offenses, drug overdoses, neighborhood disputes. Think about what a neighborhood dispute, you know, what that consists of. That consists yeah. of two neighbors about to duke it out or fight, right. right? And at that point, we know that usually neighborhood disputes go south. If right. police really don't show up, people are usually going to fight. They're going to shoot somebody. You know, something bad is possibly going to happen, more likely yeah. than not. Yeah. And what, what, what are these social workers? So they're going to have social workers come out and do this. And we know alcohol, you know, that can cause violence too. So if somebody's, you know, if somebody's really drunk, and you're telling me, hey, man, you need to relax. You, you can't do this. You know, and they go off. I mean, I've seen it. 
more times than not that, you know, usually if somebody's really inebriated, intoxicated, girls yeah. and guys, some get very, very violent, some get belligerent, you know, some do things that they would never do when they weren't drunk or, right. you know, so. This nonviolent can become violent. So it's like the whole point of the police going out there when it's a nonviolent situation is to calm it down so it doesn't become violent. They're basically taking that element out. So like, okay, we'll just wait until someone is on the floor dying or dead. Then we'll come. Right. Taking right. a nonviolent. So it's like they're supposed to de-escalate. That's what law enforcement does. They're supposed to go there, talk to people down. And not only that, the presence of a police officer, just their presence alone, will kind of make stuff become non-violent. If there's two guys about to fight, some, not everybody's like this, but if two guys are about to get into it, they look over and see a cop, they may be like, okay, yeah, I'm going to catch you later, I'm going to catch you right. later. Walk right. up. There's obviously ones that are so caught up in the moon, they don't care, Right. but it's only going to get worse. That, that, to me, that's crazy that they're not responding. I want to know, um, like, like you said, it could be domestic, it could be uh, suicidal, it could be things like that. I want to know specific situations um, where that would be. Like my boy Mike, if Mike, if you're watching right now, yeah, hit DM or call me. Let me know. Like, what is what is that all about? He's not a law enforcement in yes. St. Pete. He's actually here in Tampa. He's a good friend yeah. of mine. He's a bodybuilder. Yeah. But um, yeah, I'm kind of interested. To, I'm not sure if he knows anything about it. But is there any law enforcement people out there? Like, is it really? I mean, is it 100? percent We're not coming at all, or do they have the option? You know, I think I think what's going to happen is is I did start reading up about this, and this is going to to enforce October, and that's coming soon. October's mm. coming, so at that point, even if, like if it was a domestic dispute, you know those people are fighting. You know, you know people throw dishes. They you know they get into it brutally. You know, fight. And if somebody shows up, and let, let's say it's a guy, he's he's beating up on the old lady. Okay, mm. and he, somebody comes out there, and let's say it's a girl co caseworker. Because it's yeah. probably not going to be all guys. Yeah, yeah. You know, this guy could think, hey, I'm going to beat the shit out of you, too. And at that point, you're going to shut up and get out of my business. My wife will do what the hell I want. I mean, these social workers have to conceal now. I mean, they should. it should be almost like part of the job now. Oh, no weapons. You know, I know they can't. I know they yeah. can't. And not only that, the fact that they're broadcasting it is almost, hey, in October, if yeah. anything happens, we're not going to show up. I yeah. feel for just like what you said, all the women out there are there people that are in domestic situations because yeah. all, these, all these idiots all these cowards hitting on women now right. they, they don't have to worry about getting that phone call, they don't have to worry about getting loud and neighbors because right. they're, they're not going to come anywhere right. so it's, damn like man it's, it, I don't know man. it's messed up, I mean yeah. who knows what tools they'll have so even yeah. with cops so like if, if, and this is, this is like a, a prime uh, example you know, somebody's beating up on the old lady, and I, I hate to just keep using that sample. One way or another, you're beating up on somebody, and at that point, that person gets to a phone and calls the police. Usually, those people will run. They'll get out and run. Now, the cops can set up, you know, barriers. They can call other cops and say, listen, this, this is in this car. This, You know, are these caseworkers going to have all those tools to be able to communicate and really get the word uh -huh. out there? Of I mean, yeah. You know, what are we talking about here? We're talking about, you know, lawlessness our, at one point. And are caseworkers going to be uh, going to be okay with that? If I was a caseworker, and say if I was been a caseworker for years, and I've always done it a certain way, this is my job, whether I like to do it or I'm just doing it just because of the job, yeah. now, all of a sudden, I, now all of a sudden I may have to go on a phone call. That I, I didn't sign up for this. Yeah. You know, so 
his caseworkers are like, hold on, I got to go de-escalate a situation with a big, you know, 300-pound guy arguing with his wife and, you know, there's alcohol involved, there's children screaming, this looks like a show off cops. <laughs> and now just the lady that used to go over there and just do paperwork and take notes about the well-being of the children, now she's like, come on, it's crazy. That's it's crazy. crazy. It's crazy. So we're going to see how this all plans out and it's in our backyard. Yeah. So people don't think, hey, listen, it's not. it couldn't happen to us. It's not going to happen here. It's going to happen here. Um, I also seen um, I, another another state. Basically, they're gonna they have a plan to abolish the police in five years. That means no cops come in my neighborhood. Exactly their words. So at that point, that's gonna be kind of scary. It's gonna get real. People are gonna understand that. Hey, listen, not all cops are bad. We need police officers. We need to support our police officers. Obviously, they need to be retrained, reformed, um, and, and we need to make sure that everybody is accountable. For, for their actions, which was another thing. So, you know, with police officers, they get, you know, this, they get immunity basically and things that they do, you know, substantial immunity. Well, now some of these states are starting to put in play. Well, listen, if you're a licensed professional, then you need to carry like basically insurance, like doctors. Right. Doctors are certified professionals, they have to carry malpractice insurance. And it's kind of the same route of what these guys are trying to tell police. The only difference is, is that police officers make a quarter, maybe half of what uh, a doctor makes per year. So at that point, it's going to be expensive on them to do that. So I guess we'll, we're just going to see how it plays out, Big Drew. It, it is yeah, it is. See how many social workers stay social workers or choose a different profession or how many people that want to be a social worker. And now they're like, no, nah, I don't want to do that. It's too much yeah. for me. Well, even, even hey, listen, don't even just think about that. Think about the cops now. There's so many police officers that are trying to get out of the police force because of what's going on. In New York, they have stopped early retirement requests because they've got overran by so many. So many cops are trying to get out of the force. It's crazy. Um, which, another thing, let's bring up this. So, I'm all for Black Lives Matter as far as Black Lives Matters. Murals in the street, fine. But if somebody's going to be able to paint something, somebody else can paint something too as well. Right. This this couple got charged with a hate crime. Right. Yeah, because so they did you see that? Yeah, yeah. All right. Now they should get charged with vandalism, property damage, all mm -hmm. these other things of what they really did. Right. A hate crime is pretty serious. Uh, yeah. That that means if, if somebody if I, I was beating up a black guy and calling him the n word. That's yeah. hate crime. Okay? Yeah, yeah. I am specifically going against this person and physically violating them. See, I want to know what it looks like because from the outside, like what you said, it doesn't really look like a hate crime. It looks like vandalism. I mean, if, if you know, I'm being a black guy, it's kind of like, you know, if I can go paint Black Lives Matter on something, right. but someone hate something else on it. So it's kind of, I want to know what, what, the, what the paperwork says about that. that right. Because right. everything's fine print. So from the outside looking in, it's like, damn, they got charged with a hate crime. But if you, I want to know what the fine print is and all that, because to me it seems ridiculous. It is just graffiti, yeah. you know. Same yeah. time, like if you paint over, say if it's like a church or like I don't know anything else, is that hate right? Maybe listen, it's it's just like this. I'm in a gang. I say, you know what? I'm gonna take my spray paint can out. I'm gonna go tag some stuff. I'm gonna tag yeah. the church. 
I'm going to tag Titan Medical Center. I'm going to tag all these different places and spray all these different things over it. When the police come and get me, they're not going to probably charge me with a hate crime. They're going to charge me with vandalism of property. They're going to make me pay fines. They're going to make me do this different stuff. So I, I just think that we need to be on the same page of all this. And I listen, I'm not saying what those people did was right. Not one bit. It, it probably was not right. Okay. But I just want to make sure that we're all in the same playing field when it comes to this. And that's what we, we really should be fighting for is equality for everybody. So I'm interested to see if it was a situation where, say, there was like a gay pride mural. Yep. You know, like the, the gay pride mural, like the rainbow, like that's their symbol. Say if that was painted somewhere and someone painted over it, would that be considered a hate crime? Because now, maybe. Now it probably is because now maybe. it's so sensitive now. Yeah. But if it was considered a hate crime, I could see why they could maybe say that the other one. But on, I mean, I don't know. There's too many people out there that are doing one thing Yep. having zero penalty and another person doing the same exact thing and having all these crazy penalties. Because yes. three years ago, half these crimes and hate crimes didn't exist. Like, they were just considered some guy yeah. ripped down a statue when he got yeah. charged with vandalism. Yeah. Life. Right. And they, even that. I mean, let's talk about that, too. I mean, I don't think they deserve 10 years to rip down a statue. Yeah. I don't think so at all. I mean, that's vandalism of property, and, you know, they're getting charged with some pretty pretty heavy stuff, too, for doing that. So that falls right in line. I mean, you guys are vandalizing the property. You guys can get arrested for this at that point, but it shouldn't go to a certain extreme because hate crimes, are that's some serious stuff, man. If you ever get charged with hate crime, that is a serious felony. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, that was just one thing. You know, I just, I, I'm just i seeing out there. I'm just like, man, I'm like, this is getting crazier and crazier each day. And, and like you said, there's one extreme and there's the other. Like, we should all just kind of meet in the middle and be like, hey, listen, we need to work this shit out. Because, I mean, that's that's ultimately yeah, what it's going to have to come down to. I was even reading something last night. I forget where it was. But they're saying that they're going to start taking master out of the master bedrooms. And when they're referring to real estate and housing and stuff, yep. they're going to take master out of the bedrooms and master bedrooms. So a lot of the stuff now is like, why did it take up until this point now start noticing all these words and phrases and stuff? It's like, oh, now you're realizing it's called the master bedroom because back in the day that was the master bedroom. Like now, like no one put that together 10, 20 years ago. Like, I know. I mean, yeah. that's what I'm saying. It's literally, we literally, we, we are canceling culture to a certain extent because, you know, all these things have been around for so long. And I didn't think we were talking about Aunt Jemima, but we were talking about last week. Yeah, yeah. yeah, right? yeah. Where, you know, the family member uh, of Aunt Jemima yes. wants it to stay. Like, yeah. this is not offending me. Yeah, and at yeah. that point, like, if he said it was, then hey, listen, take it away. But if yeah, he says, yeah. hey, listen, this is not offending me. I don't want, I, I don't want this taken away. This is sort of a legacy to a certain extent, and this is yeah. like showing, like, hey, listen, we can do good. We can do other things. You know, just, I mean, that's yeah. kind of what it's about, man. I think Antrim, the real Antrim mama. I know her grandkid. Her real name's Nancy. I forget the last name, but the real Antrim. I know her grandkids are pissed off because they're like, you're taking our family's. Like, a picture off the box, you're taking everything away. And if you guys don't know the story, Aunt Jemima, like, she used to be a slave, right. used to cook slaves, got so good at it, they brought her in the house, her pancakes yep. were good, she used to feed everybody, the next thing you know, her pancakes snowballed, and she had, like, a, made a lot of money, and she got, yeah. like, no better dream than that. You, become, you, you work your way from being a slave all the way into the master's house, all the way up and, and get your own stuff. So it's like an American dream, so to speak. But just because she's a, a black woman and yep. she used 
and be, and it started out with her being on a plantation or whatever. Yeah. Then taken away. It's bullshit. Like I'd be yeah. pissed. If that was my grandmother, I'd be like, no, you're not taking her face off the box. I right. don't care what, what it was like back then. Right. Like if you know, it's more, it's, it's creating more of a divide. Than it's doing. Right. And and that that's the thing. Like we cannot hold people that are accountable. In 1900 or 1890, at the same laws and rules we have today, because obviously we have evolved, and that's why we've gotten to the place we've got today. But we can't hold those people to the same uh, same standard. I mean, it just it, it that was not the way of life back then. You know, it's, it's almost like, to rewrite the whole everything. Because even if you look at it, if you look at if you look at it, the same person, the same person who wrote "All Men Are Created Equal." Right. Had slaves. So, I mean, you're saying all men are created equal, but then you have slaves in your yard. You yeah. know, so it's like either you don't consider them a man or you're just saying that because it sounds good on paper. So it's like, but now everything is so sensitive, all the words, it's getting crazy out there. I mean, there's, it's, it's getting bad. Like, we're seeing stuff we haven't seen before. And St. Pete, they found a head. Like, we, we haven't seen this stuff. Like, I haven't seen <laughs> Maybe on like the uh, a late night History Channel about Jeffrey Dahmer or something, but they found a head in St. Pete. I mean, I don't know if that has any relation, but the world is crazy right now. It's crazy. Things are getting crazier, you know. And that's that's what I told Sharice last night. I said, Listen, I, I I obviously own guns. Uh, I would recommend er and legally, um, and at that point, I would recommend for everybody to have some sort of protection for themselves. Because we don't know what is going to go on. It, it's just getting to the point where, like you said, each day we're waking up, new things are happening, changes are happening rapidly. Um, even the Washington Redskins. So those guys are probably going to have to change their name. And that's yeah. okay. I, I, I kind of understand. Like, if, if, listen, Redskins, obviously, that, that, could, that could be, you know, that could be racist, right? Because we're talking about somebody's skin color. It's been around forever. Now, the Cleveland Indians... Probably not. I don't. I don't really. And listen, I'm not Native American, but if Native Americans feel that way, then maybe we should look at it. But it's Are been around Chicago, so long. Chicago Blackhawks, Indians, Redskins. There's a lot of you know Native American things like that. So, so. Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, we're talking about a lot of different things now. Even with Chicago Blackhawks, they were given they were given problems with that, but that's actually the tribe's name, the Blackhawks. Okay. So at that point, like, you know, what are we going to say? We're, we're actually, you know, showing like, listen, this tribe is good. So I don't know, man. It's just, it, it's gotten, it's gotten to a whole different level. So we'll see how it goes and see how this all pans out because we're not yeah. done yet. We're not out of the woods. So uh, it, it's, it's crazy. It's really, really crazy. Um, shit, man. What else we got to go over today? Which one? Ed? Oh, the yeah. Ed? Yeah, so, I was just yeah. So the, the jogger was running, came across the head, called the St. Pete police. The yeah. St. Pete police have no idea yet of, of, of where this head came from. Yeah, <laughs> we're talking about yeah. some cartel type stuff, man. Cartel yeah. does that, chops heads off, lets them roll down the the, the street. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm see like, uh, like how long the head's been there? How is it a male? Is it a female? How old it is? And then like I don't know, but I haven't heard. Uh, yeah, so so with the same Pete, the police department changing the way things are going, 
You know, is that a case where it goes? They, they said all violent crimes are going to have cops come out there. So I'm, I'm not going to ridicule them anymore. I do think it's wrong. But, uh, you know, it's going to be crazy. You know, like at that point, the cops come out, they find the head. Like, all right, let's find out whose body this belongs to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they'll probably dental records, see if the dental records, because there's no fingerprints or anything and then all that. Yeah. It's crazy. They can go off teeth. And I don't know if they even had teeth in it. So usually they can pull dental records off people yeah. too and identify. But I don't even think this thing had teeth teeth in it. I'm not sure. I have to read a little bit more on it and see where, where they came with their case. Uh, but that's just it's been crazy, man. A lot a lot of stuff on the news is just crazy. I try not to watch as much. I try to just get filled into what's going on. But yeah. there's just so much craziness. Usually you hear a little bit on the news, but now it's like the whole the whole time, like it's just nuts thing after thing after thing you hear. You just can't believe this is real life. It's like a movie, a bad movie. Yeah, and the thing is, is like the news used to be like 50-50. Now it's like 95% bad. Yeah. Or not bad, just, you know, I mean, negative. yeah. Bad. Yeah, negative. Like, for sure. It's bad because you have to stay in the house, and then it's bad because everything you see is all the negativity going on outside the house. Yeah. So it's like, it, it's good sometimes to just turn your phone off and watch a movie on Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to do it tonight, but sometimes it's not good to stare in front of your phone all day. I mean, do it too, but yeah. stare in front of your phone all day and consume your mind with negativity. I agree. I agree. And yes, that was real. Somebody said, I heard that was fake too. No, it was, it was, it was, it wasn't a real head. You know, it was real. It was definitely real. I'll look it back it up, but they were saying it was real for sure. Um, the other thing, last thing I, I guess we we'll talk about. So the NBA, they're coming back. Orlando. Uh, you know, some of these, these teams have already been in the bubble. So they're in a bubble at Disney. They're getting quarantined for so many days. And at that point, they're going to be let out of quarantine. But right now, I guess the big thing with the NBA players is they've been posting videos of their meals. Have you seen their meals? No, I haven't seen them. <laughs> Dude, when you, go, when you get off this thing, check it out, man. So they're, getting, they're like, oh, is this supposed to be like the best? Or the best? Like they're letting, getting like packaged meals. Like, you know what I'm saying? Oh. Like. Disney food. Disney food. Oh, yeah. These guys, $100. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, listen. We're talking about multi-millionaire people, okay? Yeah. These people are multi-millionaires, and these guys are getting fed, fed like airplane food. That's kind of what it reminds me of, uh -huh. you know? Uh, and so a lot of them have been posting pictures of their meal. I'm like, oh, I guess the bubble's going to start like this. So the NBA talked about it yesterday, and they said, listen, when you guys come out of quarantine, then you guys can have different chefs and nutritionists and stuff like that. So I guess we'll, we'll see how that plays out. We'll see how the bubble plays out, too. But it was just funny to see, you know, these guys. And these guys are like, what, what is going on here? I even seen some of the Philadelphia Philly players. They're taking this very serious. Hazmat contamination suits, N95 respirator masks. Like, I've seen some get out of their cars. It's just – it's been really, really crazy. And the thing I thought of yesterday when I seen them is some of these guys are like seven foot tall. And at that yeah. point, you can't get a hazmat suit. That thing must have been made custom for these guys. It, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. Um, and, yes, we did hear about the bubonic plague. I don't know if you heard about it yet. But yeah. China, yeah, they've got swine flu, bubonic plague that's starting over here. Florida, we've got this brain-eating virus, too, if you go in water and, and drink fresh water. So they had, like, a boil thing going on here in Tampa. A lot of crazy stuff going on in the world, guys. Just a lot of crazy stuff.
Exactly. Um, you know, so, I mean, I guess me and Drew will be here to report for you guys every Friday and bring up some of these different topics. All and hopefully things get better. <laughs> we started out last year with trying to figure out topics. Now there's too many topics. So yeah. we got back burning ready for you guys. I got to yeah. <laughs> So we can keep going. We do another two hours. And still Absolutely. Absolutely. We're going to cut it off here, guys. Guys, make sure if you guys are looking for meal plans and stuff like that, type medicalfitness.com, meal plans, training programs, all that good stuff in there. The newsletter, make sure you guys are check out the newsletter. If you guys don't know how to get on the newsletter, all you have to do is text the number 22828 and text Titan Medical to that number. You'll automatically be put onto the newsletter. Um, it's real easy, real simple, and you guys definitely want to do that. Make sure you guys are staying tuned and us to social media, FaceTime, or excuse me, <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I'm erasing our TikTok because of the national concerns I've seen on it. Don't want to be a part of that. Um, and then, Drew, you got anything else to add, brother? That's it. Just the podcast and also on YouTube. Check out the YouTube channel. Hit the subscribe button. Also hit the bell so you can be notified. So if you guys do the texting and you do the YouTube thing, you'll be notified all the time. You'll have everything you need. No audio. Well, that's been another one, man, for there sure. Yeah, it's awesome. What's up? I said I couldn't hear you for a minute. You can hear me now. I don't know if you guys can hear me. Make sure you check out the podcast and the YouTube and the texting. So you guys do the texting and the YouTube thing, and you click on the bell. That way you're always notified. You get the text and you get the newsletter and you get the YouTube videos. You're always notified. So you can sit back and just wait on the bin and watch us every single day. Every day. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, listen, I got new Titan gear too coming in for you guys. I'm, I'm going to post this video soon. I'm going to let Art shoot me over the, the video real quick. I'll post out some of the new stuff that I got. Plus, I got our new Nike stuff coming in, Drew. Hopefully we'll have our new... Uh, uh, sleeveless Nikes and tank tops coming in here hopefully next week. So that's going to be a big one for us too. Plus new shorts as well because it's still summertime. Got to make all sure right. you guys are feeling good outside, feeling good on the inside. And rocking time all, day. all year round. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going to be set, man. Look how excited I got about the shorts. My phone told my, my watch told me to breathe. That means my pulse cut. <laughs> I got excited about the shorts. <laughs> <laughs> So, guys, we appreciate you guys tuning in to Tight Lifestyle with me and Big Drew every Friday at 2 p.m. Don't forget the show, the Tight Medical Health and Lifestyle Show, every Sunday, ABC. If you're not in the state of Florida, check out Facebook, our Tight Medical Center page. It'll be on there at 11 a.m. Uh, and Tight Talk Tuesday every Tuesday with me at 6 p.m. So it's been another great Friday. You guys enjoy your weekend. Have a good one. Drew? It's been a great Friday. Enjoy the weekend. Once again, tomorrow, Powerhouse. Hillsboro, the one on Hillsboro, the new location on Hillsboro, 1130. Brandon Curry is going to be there. I'm going to be there. A lot of Titans are going to be there. Maybe some T-shirts. We can talk, shoot it up. Come by, check us out, enjoy the day, work out. It's going to be a great day tomorrow. But I'll see you next week. I'm ready to eat. It's that time, and I'm ready to go train. It's a Friday. It's sunny. Oh, yeah. Excited. I need to breathe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> go get that pump, brother. I appreciate it. Love you guys. Thank you guys for all your support. And we'll see you guys next Friday. Tight Lifestyle, 2 p.m. with Big Drew. All right, guys. Have a good one.